This episode is brought to you by Bolt and Barrel Oil. Bolt and Barrel is a premium synthetic graphene-infused all-purpose lubricant that will outperform anything on the market. The graphene in Bolt and Barrel's formula creates a microscopic separation in between metal-on-metal contacts. Great for farms, bicycles, power tools, or anything that needs a high-performance lubricant. Bolt and Barrel is a veteran-owned company and available online at www.boltandbarreloil.com as well as select retailers around the country. Check them out on Instagram at Bolton Barrel Oil. Again, that's www.boltonbarreloil.com and use promo code scrolling for 10% off at checkout. This episode has also been brought to you by Cloverstone Digital Group. Cloverstone Digital Group has been in the business since 2003. They've helped everyone from a one-person business with a small budget like myself to national retailers with a $35 million budget. They're helping me with my business and they can help you too. You can find them on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group or www.cloverstonedigital.com. They're offering free consultations. Just let them know that Tom sent you. Again, that's www.cloverstonedigital.com or on Instagram at Cloverstone Digital Group. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Scrolling Through Life. I got Frank Molinar on here with me. He's a certified financial planner with 30 years experience in helping out veterans and their families, service members, um, and he's an author right now, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about his book, Financial Dominance. Frank, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for letting me come on. No, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, so yeah, let's let's just dive into it here. Uh, so we kind of talked a little bit right before you came on, but I'm kind of interested, you know, kind of, you know, keeping it as, as brief as we can here, but like, how did you get into financing? And, and like, what's the story behind that real quick? And, and we'll kind of dive into, uh, you know, why you, why you went into helping uh, service members. So getting into finance, that that story goes back a few decades. Like you said, I've been in this this world a little over, actually a little over three decades. Right. Um, back then, I was uh, posting this on my Facebook as well. Affiliated right? with a a young Christian missionary organization, we did a lot of work in the streets. We did a lot of, of the inner cities around Reporting the country. Right. We we did a lot of that kind of um, work, and I thought I would be doing that forever. But eventually, the young idealist has to gets married, has to pay the bills, has to start thinking of something a little bit more stable, a little right. more consistent, and that's what brought me to finance. It was just something I had. Um, I felt like it was a good affinity for my personality, my temperament, my traits to be able to talk to people. If I'm not talking to them about you know supernatural things, right. we're talking about the most practical stuff that can make their life different, exactly. make their life better. Exactly. I'm doing what great, happened Tom. to bring Thanks me in touch on. with the uh, military veteran communities? That happened back in '08. Okay. You know the the, the global financial I crisis. Do. I do. Yeah. I would love to say I navigated right through that without a scar, but that wouldn't be the truth. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I found myself particularly vulnerable <clears throat> in those times, and it was complicated by the fact that our my marriage at the time of 24 year marriage so was ending, right? Which that, exacerbated a lot of issues because it ended just like before the economy this, meltdown, this world, a little and over, a little over three the decades, arrangements um, we made were based on back then different, was, uh, a different reality than what was becoming my new the, reality. At the Christian same time, I, uh, our son, my middle child, was um, graduating high school, and he had had a, a 
dream to go into the military. So he had gotten himself uh, appointment yeah, into West Point. Okay. But so he was going into the military. Chaos was happening on a personal front. I'm sitting on the board of directors of the Financial Planning Association of, of Greater Phoenix. And, and that's this request comes by saying the military is looking for CFPs to come and help teach and train military personnel. There's a lot of deployments going on. There's a lot of financial chaos going on. Yeah. And they're looking for support. And I thought, well, this could be a, a lifeline or it could be a whole new adventure. I may as well just explore. Right, right. Happened to bring me that was the beginning, and it was exactly that. It it opened my eyes to a whole new world, a whole new mission, and it was just more fun than I thought I could possibly have, especially at that time in life. Oh yeah, I can imagine. um, So, what did you see? What was your experience like when you first started working with? military back then because i'll tell you this from somebody who just retired after doing 20 plus years uh it's classes like those are so important especially those during those times that you were talking about you know what i mean you got all that cash with the deployments and obviously family money's coming in but you're spending it also as faster than it's even coming in at all um like so yeah so like pretty much what were you finding in that time because i remember you know we had a we had people that would try to talk to time, us as far as finances, right? But we just son, weren't right? listening, you know what I'm saying? It just, we weren't being as receptive because I don't think we saw how important it really was at the, you know saying, at the time or really what it meant for the future. Um, so kind of like what, what were you seeing at that time in your experience? I was seeing a couple of different things that, that I hadn't really become aware of. So I, I grew up in San Antonio. I've grown up around the military. I'm, a, I'm not a, a veteran myself, but I'm the father, brother, uncle right. uh, of veterans and son of veterans. So it's always been around. But what I saw was a whole different thing. In my mind, a veteran was a, was a 60, 70-year-old guy who had been in Vietnam. Now I'm looking at 19 and 20-year-old veterans. So I'm seeing uh, just a lot of young people, a lot of very immature people. Yes. And sure. needing a lot of help. And like you said, blowing up their finances everywhere. That was one of them. And at the same time, I'm seeing some of the content that's being delivered. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't being very engaging. It wasn't very captivating. And unfortunately, like, you know, you poor guys get PowerPointed to death. You get, you get. Goes into one. Goes up to you. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> The speaker isn't looking at the audience. The speaker is just reading the slides yeah. uh, to the audience. And it, it was just uh, very frustrating. I've always been a communicator. I've always from the, from I'm a natural born speaker. And so right. that was just grating at me. How do I reach these these young men and women right. and how do I captivate them? How do I catch their imagination? Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the PowerPoint thing. Right. And, you know, I think another thing that's kind of uh, um um, worthy to note is a lot of us, right? Especially in the military, really we don't come from money, so and I, I and you know finances are not really, you know, from one. And I'm talking from my experience, and obviously myself, people that I've talked to, close friends of mine. Um, you know, a lot of us don't yeah, come from money, so we're not taught to invest. We're not taught to, uh, you know, save the money properly. And like how you break it down, as far as you know, saying like the first chapter, stop the bleeding, right? I was reading that, and I was like, man, I was like, I didn't have to go any further, and I was like, I knew exactly what 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 you were getting at. It's all that unnecessary expending that's so spending that's going out you know what i mean a lot of young people, yeah. um lot so of yeah very immature people so and needing did you, a lot so you started down in texas so you started down in texas what 
Was it was it a receptive crowd for you, and, and or time, did it take I've you a little bit to kind of fine tune how you know what I'm saying with the military talking to military? Because that's got to be a little bit different, yeah, especially talking saying talking to us compared to um, civilians. Unfortunately, like, so there was a lot of things that were different. But let me way backtrack. I we started this contract here in Arizona, so I started over at Luke Air Force Base for uh, I want to say maybe a couple of months, and then they sent me on this rotation around North Carolina, which I just had the time of my life, cruising the state of North Carolina. It was just gorgeous, beautiful. I'd never spent any time out there. It's a lot of fun. But they were... Uh, always the resistance was there right when you when you get up okay here's a guy on a finance talk you could just hear the hear the uh class go uh <laughs> you look you're looking at yeah, the watch. <laughs> looking at their watches playing with their phones and the poor ncos or something like that guys put your phones down you know yeah trying to get everybody in order but immediately it's it, i wanted to have conversations because i have a real strong sense that money isn't everything in life there's many more things much more important right, than life right but money touches everything that's facts. you can't escape it yeah <laughs> it's facts. It, it touches how you feel about yourself yeah. it touches how you your relationships it touches your hopes your dreams and and everything like that so yep. i knew it was a matter that was really important and this is probably the thing that i had the most fun in when i realized that i'm getting paid not to try and impress people with my knowledge of finance Right. But I'm getting paid to impress upon them what they need to know about finances. Right. And that was very liberating because, uh, you know, I, I don't so care whether you have it or not. I care let me lay back how to right. get you we moving forward, this contract right. how to capture your imagination, how to how to how to just I want to say maybe what the appetite, how to salt that, you know, you lead the horse to water, but you can also give him salt and you can give boats and make him really thirsty. How to catch that thirst to make people really want to make a difference in their own lives. Because at the same time as I'm learning, boy, veterans now are children and men and women. I'm also seeing you have in the military so many opportunities, so many possibilities. And if you miss out on all those and instead you spend your time going to the army emergency relief committee because you can't pay your electric bill yeah because there's just so much lost opportunity that we have to capture we have to try and ignite them for that right much more what do you think what do you think but money um you can't escape we go like What do you think that goes wrong for us in the military? Like, I I mean, as you said, like the resources are there. There is plenty of that there. Um, But from you talking to soldiers and and just in your time that you've been doing this, what were you what were you finding out that was missing? That was, you know, why aren't they? Or you saying why aren't they knowing about all these other resources? Why is it only a uh, AER? You know, there's so there's so many other ways, right? But I'm getting paid to press upon them. What goes wrong, boy? That back to that. Immaturity. And that yeah. was um, very back to that uh, you know, I, testosterone I raging, I just you know, macho kind of environment. Right. We're not actually. You're you're thinking more about being the the what the appetite the big dude when you're hanging out at the bar after yeah after some work or something like that and you're not thinking about wanting to build a life i just a just a short-term perspective and that's really a problem inside the military or outside the military just having too short learning 
of a of a reference point. But can I can I tell you a story about how I actually got the idea for this book? Yeah, please do. So many. It was it was so that's going to be my next question. Awesome. It it was so much fun. So we I had this guard unit up in northern Arizona. The commander had called me because I I had done a lot of briefs. These as they're obviously they're coming in for deployments. I'm briefing them. They're going out to deployments. I'm briefing them. Right. So this this uh, unit, their guardian had come back 90 days earlier okay. from a deployment in the Middle East. And the commander's on the phone with me and she goes, if there's any way you could come up here, I've got three families who are in dire straits. And I really, really want you to spend some time with them because my my task wasn't just to do briefs, but to do one-on-one counseling, right, which is where right. the real magic was happening because we can dig into the nitty gritty details of their life. right? So I said, Good, certainly, I'd love to get up there. And I, I go to the rental car place because the contractor wouldn't let me pay, use my own car if it's over 50 miles. Right. Crazy things. <laughs> at, the, at the Hertz dealer, this, this fellow was just feeling really generous. And he says, you know, for 10 bucks more a day, I can get you in this thing over here. And he points to this bright yellow after some work or something convertible like and right you're not thinking about just to build a life gorgeous like, just a, you know just a uh, short-term perspective yeah, you're really like why not, not? <laughs> yeah i can just have here's, a few short here's the extra money of course right so i'm driving but up can there I, can I tell you a story i can barely hear I myself think because the car but i'm feeling the 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 power of it and having a lot of fun i get to see that first family that first couple Guard unit and you know Arizona. the first sign was they're sitting on opposite ends of the table. Done a lot of briefs. These is there, uh, right. and I feel like okay, I'm coming in as a referee, <laughs> right? Mediation. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, and they're unit, and they're telling me their problems and they're telling me their issues and they've got a lot of frustration. But in the end, they were they were running in the red about 150 bucks a month. Right. I've got I've seen so much worse than that. Right. So. And you know, really, I'm like, really let's just get to the my, my nuts and bolts. Let's figure out some problems. Let's stop the bleeding. Let's yeah. secure the perimeter. Let me reset some of your ideas and understandings of money. And we had a good time. Yeah. And the end of it, they were happy, smiling. They were closer together and everything was moving on. I go to see this next couple. This next couple is like a Ken and Barbie couple. Right. All good looking. They're just that perfect couple. This fellow was just the requirement really I have when we when we sit down with somebody is that they have at least have written down what's coming in and going out with their finances. Yeah. So they have at least this basic part of a, a spending plan worksheet written down. Yep. I'm sitting down with them at a restaurant um, and he hands me that worksheet face down. I could here's here's the oh, So it's like I'm looking like I've been dealt a blackjack deck. I was just gonna say so I kind of peek up peek at it but I'm and the, at that bottom line they were a thousand dollars in the red right. every month for the last three months and this was creating a lot of stress and a lot of havoc i can imagine yeah so i asked the uh i asked them so okay i'm coming in as a referee how is this happening yeah, and the guy very subtly but unmistakably puts his thumb kind of about a chest height and points over to the wife. That's trouble right there, you know. I said, I don't know if she saw that, but I can't let you get away with that. Right. You guys are in this together. Let's dig in together. And we did. We rolled up our sleeves and made some great headway. Right. 
That was the end of we day one. At the end of it, so happy, day two, the commander said, this last couple, I want you to see them at my house. Oh, wow. I, I want to make sure they see you. Right. I'm like, oh, boy, what are we getting into now? Yeah. I'll cut to the chase. $2,547 in the red. Oh, wow. Every month. I mean, it, it was a thing where they didn't want to write it down because they didn't want to know how bad it was. Right, right, right. And it was it is. They've set the I'm high bar so far. I haven't seen anybody. Um, yeah, that's wild. Worse than that yet, but that was rough. I mean, you don't sustain. That's hemorrhaging. That's that doesn't last for long. Right. Like I've been dealt a black. So we rolled up our sleeves. We rolled up our pant legs. We got down in the mud. We made some some big headway. And at the end of this about a two hour meeting. I'm walking out of there thinking, man, they have got an action plan. They know exactly what they need to do. Yeah. They follow. So even half the, of these steps, they're going to be so much so better off. Right. I get How back in that uh, um, uh, Trans Am, in that Trans Am. Start heading down the freeway, <laughs> back to the house, or back, back down to the valley. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's, that was fantastic. You know, that was that was said, I don't incredible that, work. I How did we get that accomplished? And I'm just having this whole conversation with myself. And I'm thinking, okay, I better grab my legal pad. So I have my legal pad on the on the seat next to me, which is not something you should be doing when you're driving. Exactly. So, but then it just hit me, and I'm like, well, obviously, what we had to do, the first thing we had to do is we had to I want to we had to stop this. We had to stop the bleeding. Yeah. What we get into now. And then it was just like one of those moments, this big, you know, the clouds open, the sun shines, and you think, pull over. Right. I pulled over I mean, on the side of the road so I could quiet the engine so I could hear myself. <laughs> and, I, and next thing I know, I'm writing it out. We secured the perimeter. We, then we engaged the enemy. Right. And then we're in such a good place. Now we can start building future ops. And the whole battle plan just kind of took place right there right so we rolled up it, was a, it was a moment i'll never forget it was a fantastic moment and then since then it's been many many years i we, we built it out and, and added a lot more flesh to the skeleton but the skeleton happened right there with three couples who were in dire straits that is exactly what they do they were able to get them moving forward right so yeah yeah because you were using this not even not even knowing it and they were probably i mean were you kind of so like the way you wrote the book and as far, and, and as far as you, like you said you got the skeleton out so was that kind of the process after that you were just kind of fine-tuning it with more your uh, uh yeah so that's when the fun started happening yeah. because you know because the contractors very they're very strict about a lot of things and they're adamant that you could only use their pre-approved presentations for your briefs right and their pre-approved presentations were just but then it bad. Just hit me. Yeah. And I'm like, they were just well, milk toasts. They were, they were the stuff you hear from anywhere. There was nothing engaging, nothing really interesting about all valuable, all good information, but nothing strategically organized, nothing prioritized, just, oh, you never make payments, two minimum payments on your credit cards. Oh, you ought to throw some money into a college fund. Just milk toast is what I refer to it as. So, then when I'm having this conversation with the contractor, they said, yeah, well, if you're going to use PowerPoint, you have to use these presentations. Right. I'm like, I heard that. We'll just stop the PowerPoint. Ah, nice. So we did. And the fun started happening there. We just went in we started having conversations and pulled together a group. And we just started talking. And I, you know, started asking about what is bleeding. Pretty soon people start bleeding. I like talking about bleeding. And they start engaging in the conversation. 
everything changed. Well, cause it makes sense. You know what I mean? So like I said, even when I just started reading it, I didn't, you know, like when I just opened it up and I seen the chapters, I was like, oh, I already, you know what I'm saying? I, like I understood it immediately. Yeah. And the yeah. rest like diving into it was just icing on the cake. Like, oh, okay. Like yeah, stop so bleeding, right? Secure the perimeter and just kind of everything came together very, for me in a more clear picture and understanding, you know? Um, what I took away from that is, 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 and this is the difference is when you're checking the box and you actually care, right? And you're actually wanting to actually help and, and, and make things easier and better. It becomes fun and you can get your point across, I think a lot easier, you know, instead of just checking the box and nothing against the contract company, but that's probably what it was. It was like, hey, we got to do this is our contract. Let's just, you know, nothing against them. But when you actually care and you're trying to help guys out. Um, yeah. So you pretty much started using this going on and going and going on. When was it finally like, all right, this is, you know, I mean, you already knew you had something. You already knew it was working. So like, but at what point did you say it is working? Like this is, it's, it's, you know, it's there. Yeah, well, it was working on that on that drive to Northern Arizona. <laughs> I mean, that's what I knew at that moment. It's like, yeah, this is a this is a book that has to come out. This is this is content that has to be delivered to as many people as possible because it is just that it's uh, it's engaging. It's it's the conversation. It's not uh, boring. It's not full of uh, legalese. It's not full of jargon that's going to put somebody to sleep. It's just exactly what they need to hear. So yeah. it took yeah. it took a good eight, nine years to bring that actually into a book though. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause, yeah. So, that, so that's kind of what I was trying to get at is that like at what point, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, wow. So it took eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd love to say I could be really quick on things, but I had my own detours to travel and right. the detours are painful. They don't take you off the destination, but they just take you for, you know, a long scenic route before you get back there. Right. Um, you know, some of the stuff in there, um, so reading it and then kind of thinking back to, to when I was in and really not understanding finances and now I'm reading it and I kind of go through your book and I'm seeing some of the stuff that, you know, we already know, but like, you know, getting a side hustle, um, all hands on deck as far as everybody, I'm saying like when you were talking and everybody in the house kind of putting in and, and, and actually getting money, um, you know, do you think the reason a lot of us don't don't yeah. really well, put all the stuff on that, on that into action? We know it. You know what I'm saying? We know it. It's I mean, there, right? It's it's kind of common sense. But so like reading like, that, do you think a lot of us is kind of because of just the way out, that um, we grew up? You know what I mean? So hey, one person makes the money, right? Brings the income in, and that's kind of it's kind of it's kind of all you need, right? Like one thing it's you not, uh, said in there boring. was not must not live of, uh, within your means. And I was like, well, why not? At first I was like, like, why not? Right. Cause I'm in my, <laughs> I'm making enough money and I'm living, but living below your means. And you know, if you kind of go into that a little bit. There's a, there's a lot of reasons why people don't get engaged with their money. Right. And, and when I, I started say, out a brief, could be really the quick on one things, thing I wanted just drive home and then spend the rest of the time proving the point they don't take you off the is letting them understand and hearing it from them where i'm looking them eye to eye and telling them your financial potential is bigger than you've ever dreamed right you have more within you than you even imagined possible right and i don't even care if you do any side hustles just with the resources you have now yeah you've got that so i'm trying to awaken in them a hunger a vision for life because like I said in the book, this mission has to be personal. 
It does, yeah. It absolutely does. Sure. You, no one else is going to take care of your money <laughs> like you can. And and no one should. Exactly. Facts, yeah. But you definitely should. Right. You've got to get. So I'm I'm always trying to find that hunger and that motivation because we all have some kind of dream, something that ignites us. And that's the reason if we find that, we can actually pull them forward and help them understand how to connect the money to that and make that happen, make that dream a reality. Right. I, I, there's this um, there's this one gal that had to come see me. Her first shirt at uh, Luke Air Force Base said, "If you're going to move off base, you got to go see this guy first. Right. So she comes in with her arms folded, and I'm just here because I got to be. So let's just get this over with. <laughs> I was told to come in here, and this is it. Is it? So I spend just a couple of minutes with her, and when I start out, and I'm start, I'm I'm poking around as far as what what is this girl really looking for with her life? She's got a a, a two year old baby with her, and all she wants was to get out of uh, uh, housing on base. She wanted to get into an apartment, and I'm like, I think you probably want something else deeper. And so let's let's just have some more conversation. Then she. About midway, about 30, 40 minutes into it, she said, just with the resources you have now. Well, I thought when I had a kid, I couldn't do this. I I thought the dreams would be over, but I always wanted to be a doctor. Oh, wow. It absolutely does. I'm like, no one else is going to take care of That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. So let's, this is why we do this, because you can absolutely be a doctor. And I think you'd be a great one. Right. And let's, let's make this happen. So the reason you got to not live within your means is because that's the reason. First off, bleeding is living beyond your means. Everybody knows that. No, nobody, you know, everybody knows that, but you'll be amazed how quickly and how creatively people try and continue to do it anyway. Oh, for sure. For sure. All the, I mean, balance transfers and sweep this under the rug and do this through a refi and try just try and keep up with their bleeding. Right. But if we think we're doing well when we're living within our means, that we're not bleeding, you're still. Just so I a, just a one crisis, one emergency and away from everything falling apart. Looking around as far as what. So what we've got to get to where we're living really below our means. Yep. Where we She's create a, a, like a profit in our lives. Now you've got a business right here. Right. You retired. You got a business. How much fun would it be to launch a business that never makes a profit? We want something else deeper. Not fun. It's called slavery. You don't want to be. You don't be attached to your bike, and it just takes all your energy and does you gives you nothing. back. gives you nothing in return. Yeah. Right. So the same is true in the business of life. We want to create a profit because the profit is the is where we can create everything else we want to from there. I'm here. That's why I'm here. So it's so not about, you know, and it's funny because I'll say, how many people would love the idea of living below their means? Nobody does. Right. But if you run a business, how many people love the idea of making a profit? Everybody. Everybody does. So we just got to learn to reframe it and let's make a profit in our lives and let's build, get track into our real potential. I think one of the things, um, um, you know, like you were saying in your book is to stop the bleeding, right? You got to go ahead and write every single thing down. Right? <laughs> and, I, and I even thought about it. I was like, that's kind of scary. I don't want to know. I don't, I don't even want to know what the hell I'm spending all my money on. Um, I do a lot better now, but I think that's like one of the hardest parts, just like you said in there, is to actually face you're still face the music and, and, and actually, one crisis, you know, one see where all your money's going. And I think it'll kind of bring a little more light. 
So you wouldn't think this, but I've had people literally start shaking, like their hands start shaking because they don't want to face this stuff. Of course. I've had their breakdown in tears. You literally don't want to face this, but there's, you know, in combat, you know this way more than I do. It's pretty important to know where you are on the map. 110%. Well, there you go. Yeah. You got to know where you are yeah. in order to know how to move you right. forward. Right. So the right. same is true. So we, we got to get that information down and write it down. There's no better way. You can try and think it through, but you'll never get it all right. Let me ask you this one question I have for you. Um, you know, since since I'm retired and a lot of my peers um, that are probably listening right now, you know, I'm about to retire too. Um, and I'm sure you've, you know, obviously dealt with a lot of military that were retiring. Are you seeing, um, you know, build. Do, do people retiring, are they kind of um, going out with the same way, you know, saying not being financially ready, financially literate, you know? Are you seeing that? Or are you seeing a little difference um, now that, you know, around this time frame, I'd say? The term retirement is different in right. the military than it is out in the civilian world. Okay. Expl- right? Yeah, if you can explain for me. Well, so you're a young guy. Right. Tom, early late thirties, early forties, somewhere Oh yeah, in there. thank you, 40, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think that, but. Yeah, it's not typical that you see somebody in their early forties retiring. Right, right, right. right. So in, in retiring in the civilian world is understood, I'm not getting a paycheck anymore, or if I do, it's just some side work I want to do for fun. Gotcha. But I'm actually able to sustain myself. Right. So when it's somebody in the military retires and they're the young, they still have a whole nother career. Exactly. So what I tend to see is uh, a couple <laughs> well, of things. Some people just launch into a whole second are. career. They go get into federal forward. service or some other job so and, you know, spend another 20 years and yeah. pick up yeah. a second no pension. You try and think Those folks, by the end of that, they're making more right. money in retirement than they've ever made working. Right. I mean, more fully retired because of this pension and that pension and Social Security and their, their own money that they build up through their TSP or what have you. Right. Uh, so some are doing really, really great. Others completely miss the opportunity. Others like, uh, okay, well, I'm gonna retire, so I'm gonna get this job and I've got my retirement paycheck and this job to live on. Right. That's okay. That's just not as good as it could be. Because if you're going to pick up another full-time job, you got this whole retirement check. This is money that you could just be putting to work for you and building wealth so that you can determine exactly what kind of retirement you want to have. And I think that probably is the crux of it. Tom, not enough people go into retirement early, thinking what 30s, early 40s, somewhere does there? my next chapter look like? All right. What do I want it to be? Yeah. Yep. Um, I agree with you. Um, you know, it, it, it took me... Uh, right. So a little, a little sooner than I had thought it would, but it was about a a year, a year and a half before I got out is when I started thinking, well, what's next? Like, like, what am I going to do next? Like, you know, what's that next chapter looking like? Am I, you know, going to go the route, take that career and, and, you know, work towards it, work towards it, um, you know, next pension or what am I going to do here? And, and for me, luckily, um, you know, I started becoming a lot more, uh, interested in my finances more than I'd ever been in my life. Right. When I got my divorce and like, you know, saying, like you were saying, I, life was hitting that and when life hit around that time, it hit all at the same time. And, and, you know, I was looking to sell my house. I was like, all right, I'm going to sell this house. Now it's my only one opportunity to get things right. And, and, you know, and, 
and get my finances like, on track, yeah, okay, well, but not even just get my finances on track by stopping the bleeding and setting the perimeter, but by like completely, you know, making sure that I'm good. Like I'm not ever going to go back to that step again and saying before that point where, um, I had lost control, like plan of supply. I lost, you saying, like you said, I, I had lost control. Um, and I was looking at it the same way, like I'm about to retire. If I leave retirement, if I leave the army with all this debt and all this stuff going on, it's only, it's only going to get worse from here on out. That's right. Um, you know, I'm seeing now, I don't know, maybe just because the age I'm at and, you know, where I'm at in my life as far as just, you know, um, you know, retirement and just kind of whole different mentality. But are you seeing, I'm seeing more people that seem are a lot more interested in finances nowadays. It, are you kind of seeing that picture where people are starting to become more more uh, um, intrigued into actually learning and, and, and getting out there and learning about investment and stuff? Or is that just because I'm just getting older? <laughs> You know, I think when you get a when you get a car, a new car that a car you haven't had before, yeah, and you start driving down the road, don't you see all those other cars out there then? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's very like true. You're in a brand new Jeep, and you'd never had this Jeep, and now there's Jeeps everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be part of it. Yeah, we're we're still Ouch. yeah we're still living in a country where uh, something like eighty five percent of Americans couldn't handle a five hundred dollar emergency without going into debt. Yeah. I, I, I saw that somewhere, yeah. Yeah, we're still living where 95% of those who hit 65 are yeah. not prepared to retire. Right. And, and and this country happens to be the only place in the recorded history of mankind where more opportunity, where the opportunities that are available now have never been this good. I agree 100% with that. Yeah, so there's a lot of disconnect between where people are with their right. money and where they could be. Right. I do see that there is there is some um, heightened interest, but I don't really know if that's, I don't know how to quantify that. I don't know how widespread I agree. that is. I think you're right. Um, I, I, I agree with the statement you just made as far as, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like seeing that car that you just bought, right? So I think it's, you're hundred percent because, you know, I see all these successful buddies of mine, they're doing all this stuff and they're, you know, getting their finances right, investing and got all this you stuff know, in it. And it, a, it, it does car, bring more awareness because then now you're hanging out with the same group of people who are trying to get to that next level the and they're suggesting this book to you and this, you know what I mean? And this podcast like, or whatever. And I have never been more interested, like seriously in finances than I have probably in the last, like I said, couple of years. That's why I was like, you know, as soon as this came across to have you on, I was like, hell like yes, <laughs> like, like you know, let's get on here and talk. And, and I'm glad I got the book because, um, like I said, it made sense. And especially now where I'm at mentally, um, you know, uh, with finances, it, it even reading through it, it made more sense. It, it, it brought more like just other things for me to go, hey, maybe I do need to go back and actually make a list and see exactly where all my, you know, money's going. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm making some unnecessary purchases, you know what I mean, that, that can get stopped. Um, so, yeah, I think the book is amazing. And I think uh, the way you wrote it and, you know, and, and you know, the cool story as far as how it came out is just, it's just dope. Tell me you got to like the, the uh, illustrations a little bit, right? I did. Yeah, I said in the beginning, yes, but I yes. Don't really know if that's um, yeah, it's 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 uh, great, man. Do you so? What do you say to somebody who's getting ready to get out of the military right now? Um, you know, and who may not have really gave much thought to their finances as they're getting ready to exit. 
Um, you know, besides obviously read this book, because that's definitely what I would suggest, but uh, what kind of advice would you give them right now if they were listening? So <clears throat> let me, that reminded me of a, of a brief I gave down in Tucson, where the, the colonel who uh, was, was, you know, speaking to the, the troops, he didn't really know me yet. It was one of his uh, NCOs that brought me in. <clears throat> so, but he's going to do the introduction. Right. And, and he makes this comment that I completely That's disagree great. with. But he makes this comment that he says, well, you know, this is important stuff, guys. You want to listen to him. Give Mr. Molinar your attention, yada, yada. He says, you know, personally, I've always just kind of seen if, if you don't do too many things wrong and you put a little money into your TSP, everything's going to work out all right. Right. And then I'm waiting for him to leave the room before, right. I, before I correct the record. <laughs> I was just going to say, let me straighten a couple things up for you guys real yeah, quick. Exactly. Let me tell you, this does not happen on autopilot. Yeah. You have great potential. You can do a lot of things more than you ever imagined, yeah. but it won't happen automatically. Okay. You've got tell to engage in it. Like um, and I, that's, the, that's right? the conversation I have. When someone's about to retire, it's like, <laughs> fantastic. Thank you for your sacrifice of all those years that you serve. Now, what do you want for your life? Right. Don't talk to me about how things have fallen apart or how you didn't get engaged. Tell me what you want here because I know all the stuff where you're at is where you brought yourself. Yep. There, there's no excuses. There's no pointing the finger. You brought yourself to where you're at now, but where do you want to go from here? Because that's what really matters. I agree with you 100, 110% so, because, you know, me, to go back me, to me again, when I was getting out, a, that a is what I was looking at. Like, what is my end goal? What do I want? And the one thing I didn't out. want was what I saw many, 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 many times, you know, and heard the stories of, you know, even Sergeant Majors retiring and, you know, officers retiring and being broke and, and going out with hundreds and thousands of dollars in debt. And I'm not gonna lie to you, that scared the shit out of me. Like, like, like that scared me and, 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 um, you know, yada, for you guys yada. listening, anybody that's you know, uh, getting ready to get out, man, or or just anybody, I think not even just retirement, wrong, right? You just got to think about where you want to be. I mean, at the end, like, what's your what's your goal and like where you're trying to reach then, to? But if this is a personal mission, you've got to define the mission. Before I correct, correct. what yeah. what is it that you want? So so one soldier one time asked me, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you saw this in the in the intro. He, I was trying to brief him on financial readiness. He was it was an armory up north, and there was nobody else there, so he had to take the abuse and right. I'm not sure he heard a uh, thing I said, so I'm just like, all right, I did my duty. I'm walking away, got my hand on the door, and then he says, hey, Mr. Muller, I got a question. So I turned around and I looked at him, he goes, what do you want for your life? Can you make me Don't rich? Talk to me about how yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so I'm stumped. I'm like, what is he? What is he really asking me there? Is was he serious? Is, yeah, is he serious? Is he just banter? Is he suddenly got a personality that he didn't have a minute ago? Right. And then I, I, the words just flew out of my mouth. I, I listened to him as they came out. Right. I, I don't know what rich means to you, but I guarantee I can get you there. Right. And, and that's the thing is, this is your mission. You've got to define what does rich mean to you? What kind of life do you want to have? Because literally some people, some of the, and by the way, the military veteran community, you guys are the most generous yeah. and yeah. supportive of one another. Yeah, uh, big time. <laughs> yeah. And, and then anything else. And I love working with that around right. that. So some of these more generous and sensitive, kind people, um, they have a little bit of uh, hesitance around the word wealth. 
because they think that takes them but to a different place. That takes them to a greedy kind of place. I agree. Yeah. Selfish what, place. What is it? So, you, so, you know, I, I try and give people not to worry the, about the that. Just define what it really means to you. What is your life? I mean, what are the most important things to your life? And how would you like to support those ideas, those people? I'm not sure. Let's build that because that's what like, wealth right, really is. I I, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously I want money, but um um you know, but money's just a tool to get you there. Just a tool. Yeah. Right, right. Um yeah, and you still can't dismiss, you know, a lot of people will say just you know, like you were saying when that uh um was it the commander before you got on when he said that statement, right? You hear a lot of that stuff. So like that stuff starts getting in your head, you know what I mean? Until you got somebody like you that comes on the podium and is like, Hey, but the truth is, check it out. Like you still gotta think ahead. You still gotta like you know, you gotta do these things in order to be um um, You've got to financially secure, man, and I think that's the most important thing. Um, because some people, because and, and way, if being more in debt and being financially uh, um, and supportive of, uh, mm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the good word here, but if that doesn't scare you, like, you know, what I'm saying for me, that's what scares me the most is like I don't want to so be broke, I don't want to be in debt anymore. Like I've been there, I've seen that. I want no more of that, you know. <laughs> like I want no more of that at all. Um, and and you know, it's it's. I think that's the bottom line. Just like kind of Frank just said a second ago, man. Like you have to sit down and you got to be real with yourself. You got to unlock everything. You got to write everything down, and you got to look yourself in the mirror and. Um, what um, is your life? You know, I mean, what are the most important fix those things, things man? How would you it's, like I mean, it's, it's really, it's got, really that simple. <laughs> I don't want it to sound that's hard because that sounds hard. I mean, right. it ain't easy. It takes work. No, no, of but course, you, of course. Yeah. You got, you got to remember the payoff is fantastic. The payoff is more than you ever imagined possible. Right. Right. That, that's the greatest part. So I've logged over 4,000 hours of this one-on-one counseling. Yeah. Long after the contract ended, I continue to work. I work with the Department of Veteran Services here. Yeah. Okay. We get these homeless veterans who uh, are in danger of being homeless and they get some state aid from the Military Family Relief Fund, but as part of that requirement is they want them to sit down with me. Right. Because, I, I you know, these guys have literally blown everything up and everything's falling apart and yeah. everything's... Um, but now they've got a, a a package of assistance that's going to help them for six months. And my goal is to help them not just help for six months, but help for the rest of their life. Right. So they so that they can make the most out of that. And I'm trying to remember why I went off on this tangent. <laughs> it's all right. It ain't fun. <laughs> I, uh, because I had brought up retirement and, uh, uh, you know, just just kind of getting ready, I think is what we were talking about. And then uh, something something popped in your head. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So as bad as it gets, even in that scenario, yeah. even when these people are like, they got $12 and no money coming what for three got? weeks. Even in that scenario, you still want to dream. Yeah, agreed. About what's bigger. Agreed. Because you've got to be motivated. You know that old adage that people say, well, fix your finances. You've got to separate what your needs are from your wants. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, That's so punitive. That's so old and nobody wants to listen to it. That's what That's what my dad would say to me. Of course, he never did. Right. But it's punitive. What I want people to think about is what do you really want? 
yeah. for the military. Yeah. Yeah. What? Fun, it's, but it's part of that requirement. Find a dream. Let's build that because, because that's I, when they get excited. Know, and then these guys we're sitting in a brief and they're like, okay, time's up. Well, I'm not ready to go. They want to keep talking more. They want to dig a little deeper. That's where it should be. Well, yeah. For six months. And a lot of times you don't think that it's real until you start putting the work in, like you were saying a second ago, right? Yes, I'm sitting here saying it's that easy, but what? And, and it and takes work, it takes dedication, it takes, standards. like you said, the education. Like to me, I think that's the biggest part is the education. And I think that's why your book is so important. Um, um, but it's about that education, right? And um, just just not, not um, setting yourself up for the future, figuring out what you want, putting well, in the work, because it's yeah. not easy. But okay. I think once so you start seeing results, even right? Scenario, and you see the results and you see, hey, oh wow, like I got rid of, got you know, getting a, getting a coffee every single day, twice a day, whatever. Even in that um, once you start seeing that little bit, it's it's huge, you know? Um, one thing I did, so I quit drinking two years ago, and one thing I did was, you know, when you go to detox and rehab, they were like, hey, write down how much you spend a week on alcohol. And I almost threw up just from finding out how much I was spending a week. Uh, yeah, and like, well, so like when I quit, you know, the, the, it, I'm not gonna lie to you, it was 300 and some odd dollars a week. That was a, it was like getting a bonus every single month. That's big. It's huge, you know, and but that's, you know, for me, that's on the high end, but just making those changes, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it be, you see the results. And for me, seeing results, and you know, that's how we all are, right? Americans, we want that instant gratification. But once you start seeing those results, I think that's when it made me even more hungry. Like, all right, so what's next? Like, how can I, how can I set that bar next? You know, um, now that I'm here and I'm seeing it work, I'm seeing all this, you know what I'm saying? Everything that I'm putting into action. Um, that doesn't, that doesn't take a lot of time no. to see the results. No, it doesn't. If you actually, in fact, just that first thing, if you just write everything down on paper yeah. and, and maybe even check with their bank statements to verify you're accurate, half the questions you have about where the money's going get answered right there. Easily. I mean, so immediately you're like, you'll have these big aha moments, but then, once you start seeing on paper how you can make yeah. these changes and the effects and where you were three, four hundred dollars in the red yeah. and and then suddenly you're going to be looking at four to five hundred dollars in the positive. Yeah, that's Jeez. enough to get you very motivated. And, and the sacrifices aren't really sacrifices because there are steps to move you forward. Yes, it's, it's just all about advancing. Yeah. You know, um, Another thing I just stopped, well, because I retired now and I I came back home, yeah. I'm not living alone uh, down there, but just eating out alone. Holy yeah. shit, like, you know what I'm saying? And you talk about that in the book also, how, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with a couple or whatever, but That's even big. just sm uh, small stuff like that, like, like I was just talking to my wife there, I was like, do you know how much money I've saved just from like not eating out anymore? And I thought I wasn't spending that much because it'd be like almost, you know, I'm only getting one meal and it's for lunch. And yeah, it, it's, yeah. Well, it's, I order off the value menu. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> About a hundred dollars, you know, a couple, couple hundred dollars later, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, all right. Um, yeah. So I appreciate you. Uh, um, I appreciate you coming on. And I honestly, I, uh, you, you know, actually, from fact, all of us veterans and anybody serving, man, I, I, I thank you for even dedicating and, all the, and and the hours that you did and even all this time that you put in um, working with us to help service members become financial literate. I think that's 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 huge. You know what I mean? And 
Um, I, I, you know, I read the book and I love it. And I'm telling you guys right now, um, even if you are already, you know, financially stable, you're just getting there, just, just get the book. You're going to find something in there, uh, within that book. That's going to, you know, change your mind a little bit about something that you're already doing. Maybe you can fine tune something to, to get to that next level. Because like Frank just said a second ago, it's, it's really never over. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're constantly trying to build and trying to make sure that you're secure, but, um, definitely know where you're going and what you want. Like plain and simple, Frank said it a couple of times, man. And I don't think, you know, I can stress that more, um, you know, is first of all, sit down and figure out where you want to go above everything. And, and from there, I think that'll give you a picture, right? Yeah. 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 That'll, uh, that'll give you the best. And then understand that you can get there quicker than you think. It takes a little bit of work. I agree. But you're not working alone. We're yeah. here for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. This stuff has been put together. It's been <laughs> tried and proven by fire. And right. it's, it'll work for you. So I mean, I love I love telling the story how I I discovered I didn't have any concept that this was true I, until I started working with individuals. But I discovered if somebody has no money in savings, but yep. they follow this battle plan, we work through some of those steps. They can have a secure perimeter, which I I define as six months worth of their living costs, right. everything, everything they spend money, even eating out, even those coffees. I don't care where you spend it. I just want to know that you know where you're spending it. Yep. All of that six times that amount is a, is what I call a secure perimeter. Right. Um, it only takes about a year and a half to get there. It's right. With just a little bit of work, dedication. With just a little bit of work, a little bit of focus. And then you set into play these, tactical wealth protocols it's in the book there's just four different opportunities where you can make those those monies happen it takes 18 months 18 months and your life is forever changed agreed i mean this is the this was a cool thing when you have a 21 year old uh pfc or something like that you know seeing long term is impossible they can't see when they're 40 or 50 that's that's no. another lifetime yeah. but they can yeah. see 18 no. months yes that yeah, is very true you can get there quicker than you <laughs> and then once it they see 18 months more. maybe they can get a feel for but five years and then maybe we can push them out further and i mean really start to make things happen so yeah i'm thrilled to do this work and i'm i just i hope we get the word out as much as we can we help i love telling i want to say several thousand service members so far yeah but there's a whole Until lot more out there. Oh, there's, there's, I mean, I, you know, Somebody I'm speaking from, no you know, I'm saying from, from my experience and just being there and just, and just retiring 110%. And, um, you know, this is why I was, you know, saying like I just said a second ago, I was, I was so excited to, uh, to have you on because I'm all about spreading, you know, the best knowledge that I can out there, especially when it comes out, like you said, to helping out my brothers and sisters that are in the services or I'm saying veterans. Cause I think that's huge, man, because, um, you know, it ties into everything that I do here with mental health and, and finding. Thank you. Thank you for making that connection. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 big, you know. Um, With just and, a little and bit of work, for somebody who has been there, you know, and and I'm not wealthy or like that, but I'm I'm good. But being going back to that time frame where, where it was just a mess for me, finances was the biggest, the biggest weight and the biggest stressor and the biggest. I mean, everything in my life, you know what I'm saying? It consumed for, it. Yeah. for yeah, everything. I mean, it consumed it all. It consumed uh, it all. Um, but you know, that's again, that's why I was excited to have you on because I want people to, to, to have you on here and, and, and talk and hear your story and talk months. about the book and, and 
have them understand that, hey, yes, there's all this and other insane stuff out there, and but I don't think there's one out there that puts into terms that we all understand exactly the way that you <clears throat> that you wrote it in your book. You know, I mean, there's you know finance for dummies and all that stuff, but not something like this where I can go. I, I was picturing what you were talking about as I was reading it, and it, it made things even for me just a lot a lot clearer than you know than anything else really. I mean, and, and and I read books here and there all the time about finances. Sometimes I gotta reread them or, you know, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I'm excited about it coming together as a battle plan because it the 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 training and the military training that you guys have, yeah, it has some very natural, perfect parallels to money. And oh, so- 110%. Connecting those dots can, can I think, help a lot Thank of you. folks understand that. Thank and, you for making that connection. Um, I listened to one of your earlier podcasts on deployments and whatnot. And you you talk about hypervigilance as being something that you're always you're always struggling with. But yeah. That can be leveraged and used to help you with your finances. If you can apply a little bit more hypervigilance with your monies, you can... I you do that now. Everything else, <laughs> right? And, and, you know, yeah. if I'm going to use one more thing here, you talk about where the the guardians, you guys, uh, the the, uh, the guardians of freedom, the guardians of of others. Yeah. You know, this is the same thing as you're being a, a guardian of the resources that you have to support those that you love. One hundred ten percent. And not just to support them while you're here, but to prepare them for the battles in front of them down the road. Yeah. That's kind of, this is a multi-generational thing. It's getting wise about money isn't just for our own benefit. It is for our benefit. Right. But, but it's for the benefit yeah. of everybody else. Yeah. And and you know that's all I want to do man is is just is just help help my brothers out, you know what I mean? And, and bring them bring them to this new heightened, you know, um reality man like if you get your finances right now yeah. well, I'm you're going to be good later on and and that just alleviates all the, that stress the, and that extra the, the extra stuff that you really don't you need and and one thing i've yeah, noticed um and maybe you can agree with me and and i can hear it in your voice so when you talk about it but like you know I have become hypervigilant on, on like finances. I'm constantly, constantly thinking like, you know, I need a second job. I need to do this. I need to figure this out. How can I be more income in? And now I got to stop eating that. You know, I got to stop spending this, you know, money. And how can I reduce this? And it, beca it becomes fun after a while. You know what I'm saying? It becomes, it becomes fun. And, and because you're just, you're constantly thinking. Every change is a, a tactical advancement. I mean, <laughs> if you've got to let go of some truck that you spend all your heart and soul into, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of a letting go there, but let go of your pride because you're going to get better off. You're going to make more money. You're going to be more powerful. And the, you know, the truck's just going to rust eventually. But you got a bigger life waiting for you there. And, and you know, that other tie-in that you said to, to mental health, Boy, financial health and mental health, those two go hand in hand. Oh, hand in hand. Um, you know, now that I don't stress about it, you know, I'm a lot happier because it's not something I'm, I'm constantly uh, worried. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not worried, but it just makes me, uh, it gives me more room to think and, and actually think, you know, and, and have a plan and, you know, a uh, plan of attack and all that. Um, to make sure that I continue on the forward momentum, you know what I'm saying, the forward progress. Uh, so yeah, I, <laughs> I love it, I love it, thank you. Um, hey guys, I'm telling you again, again, check it out. Frank Molinar's Financial Dominance, um, you heard it from him. Frank, if you got anything, you know what I'm saying, last, last things to say to the audience. Um, so 
the the book actually doesn't drop a release until January fourth. That's and right. Has to give us some time to build up some some interest and whatnot. But if you go to financialdominancebook.com, uh, you can sign up for our newsletter. We'll get some send out some tips yeah, okay. and out little peek uh, sneak peeks of the book a, and the content. And then certainly you'll you'll know exactly when it's out there and ready. If you've yeah. uh, we'd love to help you find it. And I'd love to hear from anybody that hears about it uh, or reads it. Right. Even if you have a question, I'm available. Um, I I tell you that in the book, but I actually, I want to state it out here too. I'm available. You can reach me at frank at financialdominancebook.com is my email there. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be one of those people that's definitely going to hold you up to that because I'm definitely going to hit you up on something. Um, Man, I'm telling you all. He just gave you guys his contact, told him to hit him up. Um, you know, if you guys got any questions, check out the book, yeah. uh, check him out. Um, I will, I will again promote, you know what I'm saying? Promote it again as time gets closer for the book. Um, you know, and I don't know, maybe if it's cool with you, maybe we can give away two books or something, you know, um, when the release date or something like that. So I'll, I'll, uh, Absolutely. I'll, uh, put that out and, um, I'll stay in contact with you. And so you guys heard it right now. Um, we'll go ahead and give away, uh, or Frank will go ahead and give away two books. Um, go ahead and, and, you know, give him a follow, go follow us going through life, check out this podcast, share this podcast, this episode with, um, so everybody, the, man, the um, you know, especially our, 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 our veterans, but, um, and service members, but also just anybody else that wants to get into finances, you know what I mean? I mean, you can still explain some of this stuff, uh, to them. I don't, um, sign up for our it's it's we'll it's it makes sense and it's and it's and not it it's, translates it uh, translates right yeah so uh check it out guys like i said exactly get ready for the book in uh december to, i'll keep you guys posted we're gonna do a giveaway on that frank is hit me up on social media um share this podcast share this episode once you've shared it go ahead come back onto the instagram and uh let us know put a comment on i'll have uh frank's post on there and we'll do a giveaway Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much, Frank. Thanks to you. All right, you too. Bye. Absolutely. It translates. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. That's to you.